Hey there, horny listeners. We talk a lot about safety on this podcast, and that includes the importance of safe toys that are actually designed for sexual pleasure. Bunny Shop's carefully curated products are body safe and prioritize quality, aesthetics, and safety. Bunny Shop takes a boutique approach to shopping for adult toys, with a wide range from affordable gems to unique luxury items for all experience levels. What I like most about Bunny Shop is the approachability. They've created such a welcoming space, and none of it's dark, intimidating, or feels like it's gatekeeping. And if you like pink, they've got you covered. Bunny Shop also donates a percentage of all sales to a non-profit of your choice. Plus, they ship quickly and discreetly. Let go of your shyness and embrace your self-love journey with confidence. Save 20% off your order today when you use my code BIGTOP. Visit bunnyshop.com, that's B-U-N-N-Y-S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Spelt with two P's and an E at the end. Don't be shy, let your freak flag fly. Slurping down fish piss with these wet shows, total tuna cans, and welcome to the Big Top. I am your host, Barney, and today I am joined by none other than the one and only Pup Fidget, my little puppy who makes me inexplicably horny for no reason. Today's story time comes from Babied Boy, who writes, Hey baby clown, thought you might enjoy this story. It is a true account of my experience with an erotic hypnotist. Several years ago, I had the greatest session with a local hypnotist. I had responded to him by email after he had noticed my posting in a Yahoo news group about making a guy talk and act like a little baby while hypnotized. I discovered that he ran a great website and could easily take a guy like me and take me back to babyhood. Since he was local, I set up a session with him in person. In our conversations beforehand, he asked me several questions and told me to bring baby stuff with me. So I loaded my backpack with disposable and cloth diapers, plastic pants, a baby bottle, a bib, a pacifier, and a few other baby things I thought he might want to use with me, and I was on my way. As I drove to his place, I ran through all kinds of possible scenarios in my mind. Our two-hour session could take me to a level of submission I hadn't experienced before. When I arrived, he greeted me at the door, and the first thing I told him was that I was a little nervous. He had a very calming way about him, and it wasn't long before we were seated, and he was telling me all about hypnosis. He showed me various perceptual exercises and games, and wondered if he was trying to see if I'd be a good candidate for hypnosis. He then asked me to show him what I had in my backpack. I was surprised how easy it was by that point to show him the contents of my backpack. After all... I'm a full-grown man with all this baby stuff. By that time, I had to pee so bad that I asked to use the restroom. He asked if I was sure, and I had to say yes because it was so bad that I was afraid I would not go into a trance because I needed to pee so bad. When I returned, my baby stuff was all laid out near the sofa, and he asked me to stand in front of him. I had to look up into his eyes since he was slightly taller, and his words and the deep color of his eyes soon had me feeling so relaxed. I felt very much like I was losing any ability to resist his suggestions at all. He was so powerful. It was kind of like those cartoon hypnotists where you could see the lightning bolts from their eyes to yours. I felt him draining my will and relaxing me so quickly that I was soon in a trance. As I fell to the sofa, the last of my resistance fell, and I was deeply in trance. While I was somewhat aware of the noises in the background, cars outside, etc., his voice really was all I concentrated on. It was such a weird feeling, because even though part of me knew I could resist, I really didn't want to, and I'm not sure I could have if I tried. His first tests of me were fairly easy. He had me see and feel a balloon at the end of my hand, 
raising it higher and higher until it popped and my arm fell back on its own. He had me see a little flying elephant in my hand and pet it and wave bye-bye to it. Then he started giving me key words to make me go deeper or do things like freeze or unfreeze my movement. And I'm not sure what he did, but instead of my name being Jim, all of a sudden I was calling myself Baby Jim and I was playing with a kid's toy. He first used the freeze word while he had me singing my ABCs. By this point, I already felt like I was just a little kid again. His words and his tones seemed to reinforce that I wasn't an adult sitting there, just a little kid, maybe five years old. As I sang the ABC song, he froze me, and when he unfroze me, my pants and underpants were open and my pee-pee was out like I had to go pee. I almost thought I was going to pee my pants right there. He froze me again, and when I was unfrozen, all my clothes were off. I'm not sure exactly what he said, but then I felt myself getting younger. Each time he said a number and touched my forehead, I seemed to lose another year. As he did, he asked me to write my name down on a notepad. Later, he showed me how it got progressively less legible, and it actually looked like a four-year-old, then three-year-old, then two-year-old was writing on the notepad. As he took me younger, he dressed me in a striped t-shirt that I brought with me because it looked really babyish. And instead of diapering me, he just put the plastic pants on me, calling them my potty pants. I could hear his words suggesting to me how a grown man should feel being dressed like a baby, and how he had taken control from me. All I could respond with was the talk of a little two-year-old boy. By the time he took me to a one-year-old baby, all I could do was gurgle and coo and goo-goo and gaga, and I was soon on my back on the sofa with my legs in the air, helplessly reliving my infancy. As I lay there, he fixed a baby bottle full of water and gave it to me to drink, and before I knew it, he replaced the nipple of the bottle with the tip of his cock, and soon I was nursing hungrily on Daddy's Baba. In my mind, I could see that he had climbed into my crib and straddled my face and placed his cock there for me to nurse. It was incredible. His power over me not only had me hard in my plastic baby pants, but had so aroused him that he soon pulled out of my mouth and shot his hot, sticky load all over my face and baby shirt. After he cleaned me up, he sat me up and tied the bib around my neck and proceeded to feed me baby food pureed squash, which I dribbled and drooled down my face and bib. I looked into his eyes as he fed me and all I could see was dada. After my meal, he had me get on the floor and crawl around like a little baby. I crawled to him and laid in his lap while he planted several suggestions deep into my subconscious that I didn't fully realize until many hours later. When he woke me, I discovered that the pacifier in my mouth couldn't be removed. Try as I might, it was stuck there. I learned soon that it wouldn't come out until I had driven all the way home. He wanted to ensure that my desire to be seen as a baby by others was accomplished. I'm blushing still as I write this. We sat and talked for a few minutes, me still dressed in plastic potty pants and baby shirt with a pacifier stuck in my mouth. As I more fully realized my situation and what he had done, the arousal was soon more than I could stand. His words and an application of baby lotion to my pee-pee soon had me jerking off in front of him and talking baby talk and shooting my load all over myself. What was most amazing was that within five minutes, and his calling me good boy, I soon shot another load in my potty pants. I couldn't believe what was happening. We talked a little more and it was soon time for me to leave. When I stood to put my clothes back on, I somehow knew that the potty pants had to stay on. What I didn't realize was they wouldn't come off until I peed in them when I got home. So I pulled my jeans on and collected my things, still with pacifier in my mouth, and went to leave. As I was putting on my coat, I vaguely felt like I was supposed to be on my hands and knees, but I told him that I guess my conscious mind knew what it wanted to do. Just then he told me my legs were getting weak, and he touched me on the forehead and I collapsed to the floor, only able to crawl like a baby. 
He told me I had to crawl out of his apartment, down the stairs, and out the door. Only when I reached the outside would I be able to stand again. It was the most incredible feeling ever. I knew I shouldn't, but also knew I had to. The risk of being seen that way suddenly didn't matter. When I stood up and finally got in my car, I realized I had the long drive home in rush hour traffic with a baby's pacifier in my mouth. I blushed more than I thought possible. It was pretty amazing, especially when I pulled up next to a really hot guy at a red light. He was on his cell phone and he turned to look straight at me, nursing on my widow pacifier. That embarrassment will fuel jerk-off fantasies for a long time. I hope you don't mind me sharing this long story, but it was an amazing feeling and I know I'll return for another hypno session with him. He's already told me that Babyland waits. And then in all caps, he puts blush. Hugs, baby boy. That was incredible. What an amazing story. Please keep sending these to thebigtop.pod at gmail.com. That's thebigtop.pod at gmail.com. And if you get the urge to rate and review this podcast, just go for it. Give in to temptation. Today, the circus is in Reading, England, and I invite you to join me as we go under the big top. Yeah, I've already hit record. I cut all this out. And unless there's you know, something funny, um, something funny being you and your red nose, yeah, which uh-huh. you don't have on. I can go put it on. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, oh wait, so do you actually have to do like the intro as well? I do that separately. like every time. What? What's all? Because I wanted to hear you do it. I just I do it after the episode's produced so that I can like s- summarize the episode and like then I get the feel for it. Okay. Well, because also like I don't like I I never want it to be like. Okay, so here's the, 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 you know, it's it's always just like, the whole thing's conversational anyway, so... So it just jumps straight in. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, stinky pants. Okay, let's go. Okay, three, two, one, go. Hi. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Should I try that again? I wasn't ready. Three, two, one, go. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, stinky pants. I did consider putting my red nose on just to make you smile. You don't need to put that on to make me smile. Aww. You know that, anyway. Yeah, but I is clown. Yes, we know. And so does the whole of Twitter. I mean, X. Formerly known as Twitter. Stop calling it X. It's not X. I refuse. No. It's just not. It's, it's YZ instead. <laughs> okay, talk to me about this new leaf you're turning. Moving away from Pup Fidget. So I remember when I first got into it, um, I kind of seen stuff on Twitter and Tumblr, and I found it very interesting but over the past couple of years, it's just been one of those things that I don't really do as much. Like, I'm more of a kinkster than I am a pup. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I don't do it anymore, but it's just something that I don't feel like is very relevant for me at the minute. I mean, yeah, I get what you mean, because these things come and go, and we sort of go through, I don't want to say phases, but like... There is a phase. Yeah, like... Because it... they go into it, and they'll come out of it, and they'll go back <laughs> into it again. Yeah, okay. Not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> yes in that way always in that's that way but like do you think because i think for me pup play like i get it now and i get into it and i can really enjoy it especially the transformation element of it but mm. i also do kind of feel like it's sort of a go-to it's like a if you want to have something that covers your face when you're out in public like there's a lot of people who don't really do pup play but a kind of pup. Yeah. Like, Cassie's kind of like that. Like, he sort of started out as a pup, but it's not really a big part of what he does. And I'm kind of the same. Like, I'm not... Like, I know people who are really into, like, getting into the headspace and, like, being a dog. Yeah. And for me, it's very social. I like hanging out with the pups. 
but it's not like see for me i i could like just go into headspace like that i wouldn't need like the hood or anything like because i know fidget would always be there mm-hmm. and when he wanted to come out he could like come out whenever he wanted to so it's like the gear didn't need to be there it was something that i would enhance that kind of headspace if that makes sense do you see yourself then as more another side of you as in like i'm talking about like identity and and identifying like do you feel like you're moving into something else other than pup or just that you feel like you don't need that as a label label and you're just kind of like oh, no, i'm definitely still a pup it's just i think it's kind of taking a back seat at the minute sure, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like i'm just kind of getting into more of the like kinkier style side of things mm-hmm. um, especially with the uniforms as well because i have recently acquired uh, an ref uniform I think I've uploaded a few pictures on Twitter somewhere. So yeah, it's 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 very different, and it's nice. Mm. It's yeah, it's it's almost like a new leaf, like just trying something different. I so we actually met at a pub event. We did. Well, we met just before. We did because we went out to breakfast, and mine took ages to arrive, and you were stretching, and I poked you in the ribs. Yeah, and you laughed. I was like, <laughs> it's cute. Yeah, that was the moment where I was like, oh, he's cute. And then everybody left. And I was like, I'm going to sit here with this person I just met because his breakfast hasn't arrived. About five minutes later, arrived. Is it five minutes or ten minutes? It doesn't matter. Like, everybody left. And I was like, guys, that's rude. Yeah. (laughs) And we got to hang out for, like, the whole day. It was amazing. Well, also, because we arrived and I was getting ready. And as I was getting ready, you came out in your little neoprene also the hood that you have that yeah. style of hood up until that point i i didn't really like the aesthetic and then i saw you in that hood and i was like oh that's really cute because <laughs> it, it kind of matched with the um wetsuit as well because it was blue and yes. black i i had it all color coded and i didn't even realize my yes you did it's all blue and black. <laughs> it was my subconscious yeah okay? well then i noticed that you were padded and i was like Oh, good boy. You can't do that with me. <laughs> yes, I can. It doesn't work anymore. It does. Well, depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I had to be padded underneath like the wetsuit because it was fidgets time. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, you also had uh, puddles there leaking everywhere as he goes. I shut... Okay, listen. So my friend mm-hmm. who drinks my piss uh, at Fetish Week... He was saying that the amount of piss, it, it was like, it was like over two minutes worth. And he was like, it's the most piss I've ever consumed or seen come out of a person. And that was really validating to me because I was like, do you know what? I don't think it's just that I have like bad diapering technique. I think I really am just like a, an absolute gusher. Yeah. Yeah, so we need to get you in, like, at least three to four boosters just to catch all that. Because we know one is not going to be enough. Yeah. I don't like the new boosters. The old ones that were really thick that ABU did. Which ones? They were just, like, pads. They were just, like, thick pads. But now they're, like, really thin and they have a little adhesive side. Are you talking about the, um, is it the Tiger Balls ones? No, the ABU ones. ABU ones? I haven't seen them. Because I haven't tried them. I'll show you. It's it's. I don't like them. They're just... Well, the next come up. Do you have Do you have some on you? Yeah, I do. 
So then next time I come over, we can um, you can show me. Because I think you have put me in one with a... So I think I know what you're talking about because you've got that label that um, comes yes. off a sticky bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I guess it works. But like to me, I think a lot of it is the look and the aesthetic. So I want it thick. Of course you do. Oh, of course I do. <laughs> okay, that day, I'm now like remembering more. We literally spent the whole day together. We did. And uh, that was the first time... I got to try a sleep sack, and I practically had a nap in your lap. I had a lap nap. Whilst I was giving you, like, a, a head massage of sorts. Yeah, it was great. But and little did you, you went... know the uh, sleep sack was the wrong way around. Oh, was it? Do you not remember? No. Because I, I do. Because I remember, like, the zip going up, and you're like, you need to undo it because I'm choking. And the zip is normally at the back. Oh, yeah. Well, but then we put you in it, and that was really cute. And then I think that was the fastest i've had someone call me daddy well you told me to so i couldn't yeah but no (laughs) that was like the fastest that i've been like this feels right true and it did it still does because it's still relevant right now Mm -hmm. because you're a little baby yeah and so are you Nah. Mm -hmm. i've seen you (laughs) practically leak yeah whatever that's just you know that's what all the cool boys I've got do. videos to prove it. <gasps> How dare you? You've got videos of the leaking clan? Yes. That I'm going to send to all his circus friends. <laughs> what, so they can laugh at me even more? Of course. That's what you want, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, let me let me actually go back before I ask you this. What, like, what would you say are your main kinks? Like, not necessarily what was the thing that started it all. But what, what, because I kind of ask everybody that, but it's like, what's the, what's the main thing? Because I have like three big kinks that I think kind of, and then I have like everything else, but I don't like, it's just easy to say those. I do feel like pup is still one of my main kinks, but Mm. that's kind of taken like to number three. So my top one would be um, ABDL. Mm. Second one would be bondage. Okay. And third one would be pup play. Okay. I should have tied you up when we were at the at the Blagrave, where Arrow was doing the rope demonstration. Yeah, you should have, but I wasn't. I didn't really feel it that night. Okay. Because I was too tired. You know me. I'm always tired. I'm like perpetually tired. Yeah, that. I can't even English, so it's fine. You're more English than me. Yeah, but still, I have days where it just like it all comes out like all at once, and it just comes out as a mess. Listen, since starting this podcast, I've developed some weird speech impediment where I just keep tripping over my words. Maybe I always had it and never noticed it, but because now I have to listen to my voice when I edit. <laughs> it, it, it's it, it's crazy. Sometimes I'll say things that I'm like, that's not what... That doesn't make sense, no. <laughs> it's just insane clown logic. It really me. is. It really is. <laughs> okay, so when... Actually, when... I don't know when ABDL started for you. Did you start young? No, I actually started. It actually started before the pup play. So it started in 2014. I kind of saw stuff. I yeah, um, I was kind of on recon. Um, I met up with uh, a couple of guys who were like ABs or DLs. Um, went to like the cinema. I had a double padded trip, and I got to wear one of their used ones or clean one over, which is quite hot. Oh wow! And yeah, and then the kind of pup stuff came after that. And that's where I kind of found the balance in between the both mm-hmm. as they are, for me, at that time, they were both kind of like very, very similar as like adolescent, like very cute and playful yeah. and just wanting someone to love you. 
and cuddle you. Yeah, and... well, they're similar things in a way because it's like the nurturing. Yeah, there's the whole nurturing thing, which I just found was so easy to balance the both with. Plus, it was so easy to go hours without having to like run to the toilet where I could just okay, add it. That like sort of goes without saying, but I don't think we talk about it enough. The convenience of being padded is actually a real draw. Right. And I think that actually really, really makes a difference. Like, I mean, I, I still go to people... the cinema padded. I, d- I seriously, I do that sometimes. It's one of them things where I'm just like, if I'm going to go watch a movie. Because I pee so much and yes. I hate missing stuff. Yes. I hate missing stuff in films. And it makes it so, so much easier because then you can just waddle home and be like soaked for the rest of the evening. <laughs> yeah, but see, like... I get so mad. I I leaked so the last um I went to see uh the Doctor Strange movie when I was in Germany and mm-hmm. oh my god I leaked so bad on the way to the cinema in Hamburg and when I got there I had to it was like it smushed and sloshed it had like run down my leg it was super obvious it was like terrible there was like pee everywhere it was bad and they they had a tiny tiny toilet with one tiny tiny bin outside of the stall that I couldn't even fit the diaper into. Anyway, get changed, sort myself out, get into the movie. I don't piss the whole time. Well, that what I the one time where you like end up leaking and it's like I don't get it. I I, I don't get it. I mean, I always end up leaking and it's super annoying. I know because you're puddles. That's your nickname. That's my pup name. Yeah, exactly. And what? Yeah. yeah, well, you're Sogo the Clown, so... Yeah, you have no pictures to prove that. Uh, don't I? No, you don't. <gasps> Not in full makeup, anyway. Because there hasn't been one yet. Um... Okay, this is what I wanted to talk about. But first, what were you on Recon for before ABDL? Just Bondage. It was mainly just, like, I kind of had uh, a few, like, sirs back in the day. Mm. Like, mainly for, like, bondage, a bit of fun. Um, mm. There was one that used to live, like, on the next village over, so I'd have a bit of, like, regular fun with him. I did have all the photos on my old account, uh, but unfortunately they've gone. But it was it was mainly just, like, for bondage and um, just experimenting and stuff. That's where I eventually found out that I'm 50-50. Mm-hmm. So I like to give it as well as take it. Yeah, but, but when it comes to the bedroom, it's completely different. And I know this is like completely like different, but with the whole sex thing, and like I say, I'm fifty fifty. I'm mainly bottom, mm-hmm. and that's okay. You can have like yeah. a dominant bottom. It's like a power. Absolutely. What is it? A power bottom? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever the exactly. label you want to call yourself. Like, yeah. Anyway, moving on. So I remember telling you the day we met about the clown thing eventually, and you were like, "Huh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Whatever." And then you're like, oh, okay, so, like, can I try the shoes on? Oh, okay, yeah, these are cool. Okay, yeah, whatever. The shoes are comfy, though. I know, but I, there was something... I was still kind of shy about it when we first met. Because I do remember that day that you also had to clown those with you. And you yeah. did put it on while we were all upstairs in that little um, meeting group yeah. room. But I was just like, huh, okay, he's trying to humour me. He's just sort of being like... He's being cool about my kink. That's great. That's nice. That's sweet. But then you kept being like, no, man, like, I want to try it. And I tried so, it. Yeah. But it was the it was the time that you were over here. And up until this point, I was just sort of like, oh, okay, you know, like, he's trying new things. He's getting into it or whatever. I think he's mostly just kind of humoring me, which is nice. And you were struggling to come. And then you were like, put the clown shoes on me. And I was like, what? 
and then I did, and then you did. And I was like, I've corrupted him. He likes it. I'm whispering. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's naughty. I mean, it's it's not like anyone's gonna hear this anyway, so you know. Yeah, of course, no one, no one, no one's gonna know. <laughs> no one's gonna know that I secretly like to dress up as a clown when I'm around. Mm, that is there. It, it's out now. It's it's wild. Good boy. Good clown. <laughs> I mean, well. also, like, I do remember as well, you were over in America at one point and you had uh, neon, pup neon, like mm -hmm. in full um, clown oh, makeup. Yeah. I was just like, I, I recognize that. I recognize mm -hmm. the person who's also talking in the background. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it was you. Yeah. Oh, when he made that little reel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was laughing I in the background. Is, I was putting my makeup on. <laughs> while he was doing that <laughs> yeah that was really funny but it was also like i did such a bad job with his his face i was so rushed but he looked so cute but you've got more practice because you can practice on my face mm -hmm. that, but i've got a beard though would that be a problem no i love bearded clowns okay i think it's so hot you make such a cute clown well i'd probably make a cuter one with all the like full makeup on her and everything so uh-huh i think we've already made like we've already like had a discussion about this previously yeah. about the situation uh-huh tie you up paint you up glue the nose on lock the hands on lock the shoes on uh -huh. big diapy well, of course but like mm -hmm. if it's going to be a big diapy it has to be one that you've already been in for like and peed into mm. So then you can add a clean one on top. Yeah, you're going to wear daddy's diaper. Of course. Good boy. Well, you know I was going to do that anyway. Because uh -huh. that's one of my main things that's... It's, it's very hot. And I think a lot of other ABDLs like to wear others use diapers as well. Yes, I have done that uh, to someone else. And it was really, really hot. And this was at uh, MRM. So this was when we went out as clowns. Okay. And I was in my rubber clown suit and he was all clowned up and he was wearing the diaper that I'd pissed in that I then put on him. And then I fucked him in that diaper in the dark room. <laughs> it was really hot and really cool. And also literally hot. I like almost fainted. It was so hot. I mean, I'm not surprised because you were wearing rubber as well. Yeah, I had this last week actually because I had um, him and, and Ben round and... Uh, yeah, I like I can I sweat so much. We were all rubbered up and it was too, it was too much. Right, so here's a question for you. When you rubber up, do you use um lube or do you use baby powder? See, I used to exclusively use baby powder because I prefer the sensation, but mm. lube is better. And I mean, I can get in my suit without lube because I I use the like I'll wash it and I'll vivishine it. Yeah. And it'll be powdered when I store it on the inside. So it kind of just slips on. If I have to, I would probably say lube is, is better to get it okay. over my body. Because the other thing is when you start sweating, the powder actually comes out as like a white paste, which is really gross. See, I thought with the baby powder, it like kind of stops you from sweating as much. It, it absorbs the sweat, but then the sweat has nowhere to go. So, yeah. It gets so you end up making gross. a puddle. <laughs> They don't call me puddles for nothing. Mm. I know. It's literally like either with the rubber or the padding, like, or both. You're I'm puddles. literally just a sopping wet mess. You're literally just puddles.
I'm just a dripping ball of sweat but, and anxiety. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he admitted it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. He's a crazy clown. Do you know what? Can we talk about mental health? We can. Great, because my my anxiety is so much better. So, 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 so much better. But I feel like a big element of that has been tied to kink for me because so much of my negative thoughts about myself were wrapped around kink. And so okay. it was also like the thing I was most afraid of people finding out and I felt so guarded and all of that. So I also feel like kinksters in general tend to be better at being open and talking about their mental health because yeah. we already have to accept this big thing about ourselves, right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> do you, but but do you feel that like there is something about kink that is really restorative or that it attracts... It kind of gives us the um, confidence boost as well because when we feel good in that certain like kink or headspace, yeah. then it's very, very like... It's almost like the endorphins like thing. Yeah. The endorphins. And it just makes you feel good. Right, like... Being in that sleep sack, having puppy time, having baby time, having a whatever it is, having a connection with someone, it's just I I, I really feel like every time I go to um Berlin, I come back feeling like restored. It's mm. like therapy. And it's kind of weird because I basically go there, wear diapers and run around with a bunch of babies, shoot <laughs> each other with nerf guns, jump in a ball pit, and then get the shit beaten out of me and that <laughs> that somehow feels like amazing and feels like a bonding therapeutic experience that i can't really describe i mean i was just gonna say this as well this is like completely like different i know we're recording this right now but the amount of times i've had to move around i'm literally living up to my former puppy name fidget I know. You also have that fabulous camera that tracks your face. But I love it. It's cool, but it's making me like a little dizzy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can turn it off if you want. No, I like watching you. That, that's creepy. I'm always watching. I'll just turn my camera off. It's fine. Don't you dare. Or I just move out of the frame and hopefully it won't track. Yeah, it won't track me this far. Sorry. It's just in my shoulder. But your face or hands are well, big red. No. I, 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 I wash, I shower. So that's probably why. I don't know. You washed? Good job. Yeah, I had a shower earlier. I have a fabulous excuse to not wash now, which my partner hates, because I have stink boys who like it when they smell. Of course you do. Do you like musk? Like, you've sniffed my pits. I used to be... I, I used to be a scent puppy. I, I feel like I still am in some aspects. It's kind of like that musky kind of, like, underwear smell and, like, the armpit smell. Mm. That's two of the things that I like. Is it the person, though? It would have... Oh, that's a good question. Because I've found that it very much depends on, like, the connection. But for me, like, everything is a connection, so... It's all about connection. I mean, you can't exactly do anything unless you have a connection. The connection from my penis to your butt. <gasps> Rude. The connection of my penis to your butthole. That's what you. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, but you're very big and I'm very tight. We've talked about this many a times. <laughs> you okay? But I feel like, to your credit, you. I I always feel like that is fine. I don't know why you've. <laughs> I don't know why you feel like funny about that. I feel like um. See the whole sex thing for me. I just. I don't actually need it. Yeah, me neither. I prefer so, like, the I foreplay. Okay. Oh, yeah. And also, I love 
fucking your diaper. So see, that's hot. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't mind that. that. It's I I think I might start doing it with like a condom on because it rubs me raw. Well, maybe but lube on then. You know how I feel about lube on the dick. Raw lube on the dick. I'll scream. All right, spit. Fine. <laughs> it's not as gross. Fine. Okay, so a friend came over from America recently, and uh, I fucked his diaper, and he was mm. like, that was so hot. And I was like, oh, you never done that before? He's like, no, that's the first time anyone's done that. That was like so, 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 so hot. And I'm like, yeah, man, it's so much easier. It's so much easier than getting in a butt. It is. And your butt, of all butts, is like so smelly. <laughs> Are we really going to go there right now? Again. <laughs> I showered earlier on. Nah. So the one who FaceTimed me the other day just so that he could like turn his bum to the camera and <laughs> fart twice. If anyone's smelling, it's you. Anyone smelling, it's you. Do you know what? I wish that would be a shock for people listening, but I've literally farted into this microphone. <laughs> I would not be surprised. But and that's I'm probably what you kid. can smell, so you're just blaming it on me. Nuh-uh. Yeah, huh? Nuh-uh. I know your scent. I've had to wipe your bottom before. Well, yeah, because you've padded me up plenty of times, so of course. <laughs> Unless you've been wearing a peg the whole time. <laughs> Okay, not to like invite you on my podcast and then shame you, but I'm gonna power through it. Um, I you are the only person who well actually that's not true anymore, but you were the first person who I was like oh oh I think I actually want to get in there and like like wipe your bottom, and that conceptually was like not something that I liked, and I remember the first time being like I don't want to talk about it, just shush, I'm dealing with something, shut up. <laughs> but there was something really like. I don't know, beautiful, beautifully, like, caring and nurturing, and it really kind of made me feel like a, I don't know, like a dad. <laughs> and I was well, like, you you are my daddy. I know, but I was really cute, and I was like, oh, I don't mind wiping his bottom. Someone, someone's got to do it, because obviously someone's I can't do it. it. Clearly. <laughs> oh, you're so cute, I need to come kidnap you. You mean clown nap you? Clown nap you, take you to the circuit. We already talked about this, remember? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I have had an erection um, twice already while we've been talking, and I just thought I'd let you know that. That's fine. I mean... Thank you. When don't you have an erection around me? There is something about you <laughs> that makes me hard. I don't know what it is. Every this seems I like every you. time, like, I just stand there, <laughs> and you're like, you look at me, you're just like, rock hard, I'm just like, what? Uh, yeah, I don't know, like, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It, might, it must be my excited. face, it must be my padded butt, it must be something along those lines. I think it's all of the things. I think all it's because you're such a cute little puppy. Also, you're a really rambunctious puppy, which is, like, fine. It is a little exhausting. Well, I am a chocolate Labrador, so you know. You are. <laughs> but there's also something quite endearing about it, because you're very sweet. I don't think you could get away with it if you were any less sweet oh i can get away with it and i have many times and you know this you or yeah because you're really sweet and if you weren't i think i might lose my mind <laughs> <laughs> i think also that comes like hand in hand back to the whole mental health thing about why people are so kind to another person because you don't know what's happening behind closed doors okay do you think that's I found that has been, I don't know, I feel like Kingston, maybe I'm biased, but I feel like Kingsters are the best people I've ever met. 
They've yeah. always been the most conscientious. I mean, I talked about this film I saw called Pleasure, which was actually really good. And it's about a porn actor who... She ends up having a really horrible experience just doing, like, whatever vanilla porn. And she has, you know, great ones as well, blah, 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 whatever. But she does a really extreme, like, bondage scene. And the, the footage is, like, super hardcore and whatever. And... The guy fucking her is like, oh, yeah, that looks really good. How are, you, how are you doing? You know, and the people around her are like, oh, this looks great. Um, Yeah, what do you think? And giving her water and, like, they have a chat. And, they th- like, that was her favorite experience. You know, it's like <laughs> they were the nicest people, even though they're doing the most extreme thing. And I feel like that seems to always, almost always run true. Like It does. We're doing extreme stuff, so we're all kind of a bit more in tune with each other and... But this is like this is almost like a different kind of mental health for me. Personally, I I try and be nice to people because it's probably the nicest thing that someone's done to them in a day. And if I can make them smile for five minutes, then that's my job done. Because like I said, everyone's going through some shit at some point. And yeah. if you can make them feel good about themselves, just for that little point, then it just kind of goes to show that we're not all bad people. We've just got a lot of shit that's going on and we need to just be a little bit more understanding of everyone's difficulties well also never ever underestimate how like widespread like you cannot look at someone and tell anything about what's going on in their life yeah. and it always 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 is that people will say oh but they had they had everything going for them and they're like so like how can they be depressed or anxious or you know they put on a they put on a facade because they don't show it masking like it is it is everywhere and i also think like we all within us have the capacity for everything we have the capacity for great evil and also great good Mm. and so yeah people are shitty life can be shitty shitty things happen but it's your choice then to go Actually, rather than just take this shitty feeling out on someone else, actually... Taking ownership of it and, like, trying to do something about it to make it better. Right, just choosing to be nice instead. And, you know, and then that spreads, like... Wildfire. Yeah, like, I mean, it's it's always the way that the people who treat you well... Are the, are the ones that, that you... are hurting the most. It's because they yeah, don't true. want anyone else to go through the same shit that they've been through. Oh my god, yeah. No, I've got a friend like that, and 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 actually, she is a, is a really amazing person who who went through a lot in her, especially in in her early life. Mm. And I was struggling with depression and anxiety a couple. This is like three or four years ago now, and I was having a really hard time, and I didn't really want to talk about it. And you know, she's very very caring, very very empathetic, and she's like, no, well, like, tell me what's going on. I've been in therapy long enough that I'm in a really good place. I can, I, you know, yeah. and I tell her what's going on. And I'm like, but you know what? Like, I, I feel like I'm complaining. Like, you know, you, you know, you've really been through some shit. Like I'm, I'm just kind of, like, I don't know. And she was like, let me tell you right now that that is absolutely, that is absolute bullshit. It's a complete false equivalence. You cannot compare my experience to your experience. Your experience is still real and it's still valid. Yeah. And yeah, it really was kind of like, that really kind of made me check myself. Because I was like, oh, right. Yeah. She's like, it would be irresponsible of you to pretend that you're fine 
because you think, oh, well, she went through something worse and therefore, like, I shouldn't really talk about it. It's like, no. there's it's, it's not about what has happened or how extreme your struggle is. Everybody has them. And for that person, that's still going to be something that they have to go through. Yeah. It destigmatize mental health. <laughs> it does suck. But it's also, like, great that we can actually talk about these things. And I feel like kink is a really... I, I've said this so many times, but, like it just breaks down that barrier between people. At least that's how I found it the first yeah. time I like met another Kingstar. I was like, oh wait, we can talk about anything because there's no, there's nothing to hide. So we can talk about our mental health and we can be honest about the fact that like we're having a crappy day. Cause we're being proud. We're literally being proud of like who we are. Yeah. And we're able to like convey that to each other. And that kind of, like I said earlier on as well, it, it gives us that kind of good feeling that it's okay to be you. It's okay to, like to dress up as whoever or whatever and just live in the moment. Hey, I mean, I, I, like this is, I'm a living testament to it. And actually pride was something that, you know, I never really felt any sort of connection with. And it's mm. not until kink, I was like, oh, I'm actually proud of this. This actually feels like a big deal to me. And it's a big part of who I am. And so, first Pride, I, you know, had the puppy hood on because I was sort of shy. Second Pride, I was like, I'm going full clown. Uh, I'm, I, doing it. I'm so proud of you for doing that as well. Oh, thanks. I wish I was there, but... Next time. Next time. Mm-hmm. That, that's another thing that I kind of wanted to get into as well, kink of Pride. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I feel very passionately about that. Because, like, for me, like, the reason I'm there is kink so obviously that's the thing that i care about the most but the fact that people try to erase the prevalence of kink and the importance of kink at pride is like shut the fuck up yeah and also don't don't like misconstrue it because it's not we're not saying hey we would like to have really graphic brutal public sex yeah because that 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 doesn't go on at pride and no, the- you're just fucking marching and being proud about who, who you are. <laughs> exactly. The other thing is, like, okay, I kind of have this... I don't want to... <sighs> Get too deep. I don't want to rant. But you're going to rant, aren't you? I can tell well, by the look <sighs> in your face. Let okay. me grab a drink and you can dra- you can rant all you want. It's fine. Okay, so, like, I guess, listen, shocker, your children are not a priority. Do you know what I mean? It's like... Don't bring your fucking kids to Pride if you don't want them to see people being themselves and dressing how they want to dress. And that includes states of undress. People are allowed to be naked, even, you know? So, like, if that's mortifying to your backward sensibilities, keep your grotty children away and do whatever bland, sheltered nonsense you were going to do instead. <laughs> you know what I you mean? Like, this isn't a freak show for you. This no. is a celebration for us. And And, like, I hate when people use the like think of the children that it's like seriously if if you think your children might be terrified to learn that gay people lesbians trans people queer folk of all walks of life from all yeah. backgrounds people of other genders exist or or seeing different gender expressions or kinky outfits or celebrating their love their identity their sexuality this is not for your kid. It is for us. Yeah. It is as quote unquote inappropriate as you decide. Look away. Take your kids away. If you're threatened by the existence of drag artists, 
the fact that like corporate commodification and commercial hijacking, these like false empty gestures that we're too often reminded will always abandon us at the first drop of a hat because of straight people's complaints of like what was always a bold, brave, risky stance protesting our right to exist specifically because of people like you telling us not to or telling us how it is acceptable in your eyes. And now here come the straights like to tell us once again because they think this is for their viewership it's like not. they are so unused to being the center of every event you like that everything must cater to their whims and sensibilities fuck off we do not care sorry like i yeah i'm going to rant like fuck that really 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 pisses me off and i think as well with the whole kink at pride thing like you said it's us expressing ourselves because there's a lot of um, countries in the world where it's still illegal to be gay. Yeah, where you can be killed. And literally be killed just for <laughs> being yourself. So yeah, or the fact even that we're suspicion. able to... The fact that we're able to like walk down the street in a parade... like It's, 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 it's more of like a demonstration. Because that's how yeah. it originally started. It originally started because... People were fed up of being treated like second-class citizens, literally just for existing, for being who they are and loving who yeah. they want to love, or fucking who they want to fuck, which has nothing to do with you, or doing it how they want to do it, which is no one else's business. And at the very front of that fucking parade, you had, like, the Leathermen, you had the Kinksters. And, like, it is important to see people who are doing things that you don't think is, quote-unquote, moral or okay. That is the whole fucking point. We exist. It's not. It, it, it's not a debate. It's not up to you to decide whether or not we should get to do these things. That is our prerogative. That is our life. It's not a debate. And we will continue to march every year Fuck, until yeah. we are accepted. And Quite like simply. people seem to forget that that's a, a very important thing. Like people say, "Oh well, times have changed. Like, do you really need to march anymore? Like, yes. get it. You're accepted." It's like ah. Uh, you're not really you're not getting you're not, really, you're not really getting the big picture here it's still yeah, you're not getting it <laughs> and punishable by like prison and death just for being gay or lesbian right and or, or i mean or trans or or non-binary or, or ace or literally just or kinky or, or, or any anything on that spectrum this like huge umbrella uh, uh, under which queer falls where it's like listen it's how many people end their lives or are killed Literally just because of, like... Who they are. Who they are. Or because they want to hold their partner's hand. Or because they want to wear a dress. Or they want to change something about themselves or present in a certain way. Like, oh, kink is so important. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy is furious. Run over. Well, thank you for coming to our TikToks today. <laughs> this has been great. Thank you for fueling the fire of my rage. Well, I felt a lot more, but you know... <laughs> Stinky pants. I love. I always love like putting a little dirty spin on it at the end because you know me for a fact. I will make it a hundred percent dirty all the time. Okay, I like farts. We know. <laughs> Can we talk about the thing that we all know is coming? What you? Uh, yeah, me all the time. Oh well, yeah. Um, puddles. <laughs> Puddles, the, the super squirter. Oh my god, I have so many burps today. Um, no, it's the messing. The messing. 
because I know, and we've sort of talked about it, but in a way that I think you are subtly and coyly letting me know that that's something that you would maybe like me to engage with. Messing isn't something that I'm really into, but... But are you into the, like, fantasy of the 24-7? I have done 24-7 previously, but it's like... Well, technically, it wasn't for both. It was mainly for P. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was like 24 I was like three months 24-7, where it was like I just peed in it. And when I had to, like, do number two, so I'd go to the toilet. Because I wasn't comfortable doing it in that. Because it, it, it's just too much of a mess, like, pun intended. Yeah, too much of a mess to clean up. Yeah, it, it, it's the smell and, like, the hygiene. But also, like, I guess... An adult poo is a lot more... And I'm not going to knock anyone who is very into that, because I do know quite a few ABs and DLs who are very much into that. And I fully support them, but it's just not my thing. And I completely support them no matter what, because they're my friends. See, this is the thing. I have too many close friends who are into this, and... It's slowly creeping up on me. I was thinking about this today in the car. I was like, you know, I'm... Uh, You're going to have to do it. I'm going to have to do it. I'm like, I'm open to it. <laughs> it's just like, not... It's because the floodgates really opened for me when I tried, like, pain and then chastity. And I was like, dude, I can do anything. I'll probably try it and be like, this isn't for me. But I don't mind it. See, I have done it previously. But like I said, it's just a mess. It's, it's, mm-hmm, yeah. it's too much of a clean up. Okay, but would 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 you like it if it was like, uh-oh, I've pooped, and daddy, you now have to take care of me and clean it up? I don't know. I think if we got to try it, we would see in the moment, but like, yeah. speaking about it now, I'm. it's not something that I'm okay with doing myself personally. Yeah. Or, yeah, like, enough. so when I say, like, doing that, it's also with, like, the whole cleaning up someone else's as well, because... Yeah, see, I don't know what I would prefer to try if it's like try and see how it feels and have somebody else take care of it or do i want to just sort of be a big boy about it and take care of a little stinker's diaper it, it also i don't think that would the, be very hard it also goes to the fact that when you're like kind of hanging around at someone else's house and they're saying the toilets is off limits and i'm happy <laughs> to change you no matter what then it kind of gives you that kind of comfort as well that you're being looked after by someone who doesn't yeah. mind the messy side of things as well. Yeah, I had um, Daddy of Degenerates on here, and he was saying that's what he really likes about it, is like, it happens, and then I have to take care of you. You are yeah. now helpless, and I'm going to look after you. And it's very, like, nurturing, and I I like that side of the play as well. So, have you, wait, have you done that, been at someone's house or the toilet was just off limits? There's been um, talks of me going over to, like, a few um, people who have been like, the toilet's going to be off limits, so, like, if you need to mess, <laughs> you will need to go in your diaper. Uh, I'm just like, yeah, that's okay, fine, because if I'm making the mess, you're cleaning it up, so I don't have to worry yeah. about it. Um, but I never actually got to the point where it's been like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Not to say that that's going to happen when I come over yours next time. No, because we know what's going to happen. I'm turning you into a clown. Well, we already know what's going to happen because that happens every time mm. I come over. Yes. Saga the clown. Literally every time. Saga and Dumbum show. Yes. Mm. Now on uh, Only Clowns. <laughs> ah.
Okay, you have just segued me into... That's such a perfect plug. That has given me an idea, and I now need to make that a thing, because, oh my god, why did I not think of Only Clowns? Uh, but I <coughs> have just launched my store on Redbubble. I don't know if I'll stay on Redbubble, because, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, there's, they're a bit funny about what you can post, and it's a bit confusing, and I, there are some designs that I want to do that I've made that you can't actually print on their stuff, so... Okay. I don't know, but uh, oh, I should actually get it up so I can plug it correctly. Hold on one sec. Oh, great. Uh, yes, I'm a human. Are you sure? Uh, I, I, I thought so. I mean, you're um, a clown, so does that does that categorize you as a human? Clowns are humans. Clowns can be anything. Anyone can be a clown. Are we trying to do like a mass conversion now? Turn them all into yes. clowns. Yes. Turn them all into clowns. So we, we already... need to like we need to put like a subliminal subliminal hypnos hip... clown 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 you're a clown you're a clown subliminal hypnosis file into this to start making people think Fuck, that yeah oh that'd be hot it's ah. like super soggy clowns in super soggy diapers uh, in other words soggy me clowns in super soggy di- that is you farty diapers yes. <laughs> Dump a butt. Anyway, my uh, Redbubble store is Mucklestota, all one word. Uh, that's my shop. I posted some of these designs on uh, Twitter, and people really like them. I put the IKEA ones on, but the one that you just reminded me of is the Oni fans, which is like it's a, it's going to be a series of like orc boys and ogres because <laughs> they're Onis. <laughs> now you do, now you need to do only clowns. And then only clowns. Hell yeah. What would I do for that, though? I also wanted to um, give a shout out to a few people that I have met and that have been on your show. Well, one of them, uh, Master Dart being one of them, because I remember yeah. he did speak about me. Um, so I also give a shout out to Aero, because um, he's one of my good friends. And uh, Pup Neon as well. Mm-hmm. The one Neon cute. Freak. Neon he's Freak. Cute. And he's, yeah, he's... He's so lovely. He's also one that's very into uh, messing their diapers too. Yes, that is what happened after I climbed him up. <laughs> I was not part of that. Uh, that was for Daddy of the Degenerates. To... I, remember, I remember you telling me that story. Yeah, um, but he's really, really cool as well. I really like his um, attitude because when we recorded, he had like just come out to his parents about all his kings, and they were really yes. cool about it. And I just thought that was really lovely. It's always nice when you've got parents who are just as accepting. Um, unfortunately, in the beginning of me coming out as a pup, my uh, mum didn't really understand it, and it caused a lot of issues to the point where I felt like I was kind of having to go back into the closet. Oh, um, this was back in 2015, so like when it kind of first started for me. Um, and then I went to Pride, London Pride, for the first time, where I met Horror. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of had a little date day that was adorable um, <laughs> and then I met uh, Orion and his former partner JJ oh, and then I ended Orion. up moving in Orion's good, I mean I haven't really spoken to him in a while because um, I know he's always busy but he is currently oh. engaged to uh, Damon, they're both lovely people I've met them quite a few times I've got uh, a lot of time for Orion because he did let me uh, stay his place for like 6 months just while I was kind of not okay with the whole having to come out again as a pup. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, but after I get after I went back because I um, I caused some issues, I I won't go into that. But I'll raise my hands and say, yeah, I fucked up. Um, when I went back, is kind of I, I I kind of explained it to her as if like so instead of um, so I, I literally said it to her in this way in this in this saying. I'd rather do this than smoke and drink and smoke my life away like you're doing. Because this is the healthy reason for me. I'm not harming anyone. Mm. I'm not harming my body by doing it. It's just my way of escaping reality. Yeah. And when yeah. she heard that, she was like, well, when you say it like that, it's not as bad. Yeah, that's actually kind of, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it is. Well, also, sorry, I just want to say that we love accountability and that's growth and that's awesome and we all fuck up. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. We all fuck up. We're all well, people, we're, so we're only not, human. Yeah, like you know, but it's what we it's how we deal with it and like how we move on. So he's a good boy. He's a good puppy. He's a good boy. Good boy. Yeah. Uh, you. You're really trying to do that tonight, aren't you? I'm just so horny. <laughs> it's because seeing your face and I just did like a crazy long drive. Um. I just did a 10 hour drive. It was the longest drive of my life. The longest I've ever driven was like three hours. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. To where? Manchester? Uh, no, actually, because Nux drove drove us there. I drove to his and he then drove. But but like Brighton and back. So so what exactly did you get up to in, uh, in Scotland? I'll tell you in a sec. Because I'm just looking at the time. Uh, oh. <laughs> so... You got a yay for me, puppy. Mm-hmm. You got a yay for the day. Got a yay for the day. Um, give me, give Value me. your true friends because they'll be the ones that will be there when you're going through a tough time, mm-hmm. and you'll know who the true friends are. So that's my yay for today. That's a great yay. What's your yay for the day? Uh, okay, so mine is that I was just in Scotland for a wedding, and. Uh, it's a friend of mine that I play Dungeons and Dragons with who happens to be the daughter of someone who is very well known and sort of the nerd. He came up with a, a tabletop game that is very popular. Um, and so it was really, really fun to go away and uh, hang out with all my nerd friends in this beautiful uh, venue in Scotland. Um, and we danced the night away last night and I got very, 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 very drunk and then had to spend the whole day today <laughs> driving back, <laughs> uh, which was so painful. Please don't tell me you were driving over the limit. No. Oh my God. No. I'm a good boy. Well, like, I mean, sometimes when there isn't a speed camera. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> On those country roads, you know, they don't, they don't have limits. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Uh, no, it, it, no, no, I'm, I'm a responsible daddy behind the wheel. Um, but oh my god, responsible, uh, but also for um, flooding their diapers. Yeah. Well, it's a clown car, so it's actually designed to hold a lot. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> anyway, puppy. Um, I, I keep calling you puppy, which is like. I know you just. I don't me. mind. I don't mind. <laughs> I know, like, but you, I know. You call we me were that. Just talking about. You've called me that for so long, and then like, it's know, just one of those but... things that's stuck. Yeah. And it's fine because okay, I'll allow it for this for today. Just for today, okay, fine. Uh, where can people find you online? Um, they can find me on my Twitter, um, uh, X, formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> so I will be uh, at that underscore Charlie Boy, and then you can also find me on. Um, instagram at little underscore chaz underscore 91 so you know oh i know 
Um, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at T Stota. No, I will not call it X. You can't make me. You're not my dad. Not I'm my not going to make you. Okay. You're not my dad. I'm your dad. Dad may or may not have a boner. Shocker. I mean, I mean. Dude, I'm really not like that horny of a person. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the smell. That's a lie. Yeah, around you. Maybe it's the smell of your butt. No, the smell of my butt. My butt is it's not just so stinky. <laughs> Shut Why up. would that tell me? <laughs> anyway, thanks for doing this little one. See, I didn't Thank you, you so much. I can't wait to squeeze you soon. Soon. Bye. Bye-sies. And join us next week as we go under the big top. Did I stutter? And join us next week as we go under the big top. Don't laugh. <laughs> You're going to have to do that for a third time, though. No, it's fine. I like that one. guys, Barney here. I just want to take a quick moment to talk about the program that brings the big top to life, Zencaster. I use Zencaster for all my recordings, and since taking over the big top fully, I have actually tried other systems, but I ended up sticking with Zencaster. It's so easy to use. You don't have to download anything, just log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. It records studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with guests, along with a full suite of professional tools that let you produce and publish all from one dashboard. Being a creator has genuinely never been easier. And I love that I can send a simple link to my guests and we can record over a video call wherever they are in the world. Also, if you're like me and cannot stand the sound of your voice, Zencaster's built-in post-production process makes such a difference. It automatically removes ums and ahs, awkward pauses, reduces background noise, and makes me sound so much better. Plus, the hobbyist and Creator Plus accounts are always free to use, and their professional accounts are free to try for 14 days, no credit card required. Go to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and use my code BIGTOP, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience as I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story.